0: The Hawaii Sports Radio Network on ninety-five point one FM and AM seven hundred and sixty presents "Wake Up in the den. Den, den, den" with Kule Ogbayani.
1: Good morning, beautiful people. Let's wake up in the den. Kule Ogbayani, Alan, Mia, and woo. Hope everyone's having a good day. Again, staying dry and stay driving safe, please. It gets a little nutty out there on the roadways whenever the weather gets like this. But everyone, stay good, stay healthy, hug your friends as we will spend, and your family of course, as we will spend a lot of this show today in case anybody didn't hear or you heard Chaz's report at the top of the hour, we did lose probably the most recognizable legendary sports broad- broadcasting person here in Hawaii, in Jim Leahy, passing away yesterday at the age of 80 after he did battle health issues for, for quite a while already. But I mean, he's like the signature voice. I feel like everyone just grew up hearing him, especially calling University of Hawaii football games like when he was free too. <laughs> so we all kind of grew up hearing his voice every Saturday. Um, so there's like a ton of stuff that I want to play for you guys that I found on the internet and also got some reaction from obviously, you know, Alan and I will share our, our memories a- of him. And you'll hear the same sentiment throughout asking people in the media is that, it, you know, his legacy will live on and Kanoa, who also, does like a fabulous job doing it, calling University of Hawaii Sports. And but we'll also, you know, hear from Kyle Galdera, who also has been in sports media for a very long time here in Hawaii. As he and Kyle also had a father who was in the media scene and, and lost him a few years ago as well. Also, got a chance to get. The thoughts from Felipe Ojastro uh, when we were out there at high school basketball last night. So we'll hear from Felipe as Felipe. I mean, people don't know, like, Felipe was, just, he started off like radio board-opting, and he'll share that he board-opted for. Board opted for the Leahy and Leahy show, and yeah, it's just it, it, it's a it's a sad loss. Um, but we a lot of us knew that he was sick for a while, but it, it's one of those like when it when it happens, it, it still is going to hit you, even though you're you're somewhat mentally prepared that it's going to come soon. But uh, once it does happen, I mean, it hits you a little different, and and yeah, I mean, I I don't think I've worked as closely with Jim as some of the other sports media people that are around right now, such as like your Rob DeMello's and I know Billy Hall um, talked he posted something about working with Jim, even Brian McInnes. Um, I didn't work that closely with Jim, but all my interactions with him were obviously pleasant. I had a chance to work with him extensively at our previous radio station as he was calling baseball games for a little while over there before his official official complete retirement from sports broadcasting and and yeah I just can't there's there's nothing really bad to say about Jim Leahy at all, you know. Obviously, if he gets in the mode, because he takes his job in sports broad- broadcasting incredibly seriously. That's why he did such a good job, is because he was passionate about it. He cared, and obviously, like anything else, you're going to get the professional, serious side. But you'll hear from Kyle. He also could throw in like a little joking side here and there. But when he was in sports broadcasting, I mean, the guy was like the most pleasant, like uncle that you could ever run into. <laughs>
0: I, uh, you know my heart breaks first and foremost for the Leahy family and, and actually for all of Hawaii. Jim uh, Jim played a part of uh, as we call him pops. Pops played a, a, a big part in everyone's lives here. whether you're into sports or not, it's just it's synonymous with the way of life out here and and the University of Hawaii. And uh, you know being a, a transplant uh, as, as we say a uh coming from California uh, some almost 20 years ago. Um, I had I had a lot of mainland in me. I had that L.A. that L.A. boy in me. And um, he was at a you know him and him and Kenoy were at another station. And, and so for me, when I first moved here, that arrogance of me, uh, who are these guys? You know, they're my competitor.
2: Um,
0: <laughs> and, you know, and it comes and, and and then that quickly leaves you because you can't live that way uh, in, in this state. It's just not the way it is. And then you get to know them. And and Kanoa, I'm super close with. I, I texted him yesterday. He sent me a, a loving message this morning, uh, saying thank you. But uh, but pops for sure, uh, one of two people that really meant a lot to me w- with my career as far as in the state of Hawaii. Um, treated me with the utmost respect. Taught me a lot, even if not like indir- like not directly. Indirectly taught me a lot how to respect the game, how to approach it, how to prepare for it, how to love it. And, and and let it be your passion because it's not you you're doing it for. It's for it's for the people of, of Hawaii. And um you know, so uh it you said something earlier that, that really hit hard. It's it's you knew it was coming. You didn't know when, but you knew it was coming, but it doesn't make it easy. Mm-mm. Um it doesn't make it easier and and, and a message I, I, I share with Kanoa was simply this. You know, I lost my father when I was real young. Um you don't you don't ever get over it. You don't that pain never goes away. But what you learn is you learn to lean on the ones you love, your family, your friends especially, and uh, you lean on them and you're able to go on and live your life to the fullest in in honor and in memory of of your loved one. And and so here's the cool thing about it. Um, and, and hear me out before you go like, what the heck? The cool thing about it is simply this. There's a lot of people in this state who hold... Jim Leahy in such high regards that his memory will never die. And and, yeah, yeah. and he will live in the hearts of not only Kanoa and the Leahy family, but the families of generations that come here in this state. And that's the truest, highest honor you could have, really. And so, again, my heart breaks. And uh, I, I thank Jim, um, if you can hear me from up above. Uh, thank you for all the years because he he took me. When I was competition and then when we were a partner, like, you know, not partners, but colleagues. And then but just like you said, and then outside of sports world, he was the uncle, the loving uncle who had a wit, sarcasm, but yet love. And, and that's that's how I remember him, someone who treated me with with grace and honor. And I respected him. I respected him more than than you could ever, ever possibly know.
1: Yeah, and that's the same sentiment throughout all of sports media here in Hawaii, especially a lot of us uh, young up-and-comers. Uh, Jim Leahy does, is survived by his wife, Tony, three children, and one grandchild, and the services are pending. But speaking of Kanoa and Jim, wanted to share a clip for you from the University of Hawaii. This was back when, this is narrated by Kanoa Leahy, and this was back when Jim was inducted into the UH Sports Circle of Honor Class of 2016
3: for decades, there was only one voice behind the microphone of UH Sports on television. Following in the footsteps of his father Chuck's Hall of Fame career, this inductee called thousands of UH games, both home and away, including football, basketball, volleyball, and baseball. He called some of UH Sports greatest games, biggest upsets, and most memorable moments.
4: And so if you ask yourself, is this the year, is this the year, you better believe this is the year. Back to pass, looking, looking, throws, incomplete, it's over, the Rainbows have upset Wisconsin, 20-17, to 17. what a win, what a victory, what a night, what a game. Oz ready to throw it, he does throw it, he throws it away, the Rainbows have it, and the Rainbows win it, they win it. Celebrate, everybody, the Rainbows have a winning season. Here's the ball. Rainbows have it. he
3: passed the Whitlock. His shot. No! Oh! Oh, it is! Oh, it is! A 17-time winner of Hawaii Sportscaster of the Year, he began his career working alongside his father on radio at KGU, then moved over to television at KGMB, then later K5 and OC Sports. In addition to his play calling duties, he also worked as sports director for KGMB for 15 years and earned his master's degree in education from the University of Hawaii. Tonight, we welcome the voice into the UH Sports Circle of Honor, Jim Leahy.
1: Oh man, that's awesome. I was like, shameless plug there, KGU. Everyone forgets that before we were a sports station this time around. It was a sports station before. And how cool is that to be part of the legacy of the great Jim Leahy. Oh, I can no. say that he was he was broadcasting on KGU. And actually his his um story about cause he used to be a teacher at Campbell and his he kind of like almost got not forced into being a full-time sports broadcaster, but he didn't want to at first. He loved, he genuinely loved teaching. And of course he loved broadcasting, but he loved teaching. And I think it's, it's an interesting story because basically the manager or general manager at the time at the TV station um, was offering him like, okay, I'll give you this money. He's like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to go. And he Jim said based the the thing that he said that made him leave teaching and be a sports broadcaster was because they were offering this money and he's like when are you going to you know stop thinking about everyone else's children and start thinking about your own because this was significant amount of money where you could take care of your family and then Jim had said that's kind of what made him go full time into sports broadcasting and but that's crazy that you know like he really didn't you know because a lot of people and I think that's what made him so humble when you met him is that he never wanted to get into this to be famous you know a lot of times people have that ego because they want to be on the radio to like be famous and so that people hear themselves talk and all that but Jim genuinely loved teaching and you guys know here like I have a soft spot for teachers as I think we all should honestly but um that he didn't want to leave teaching at Campbell, and but he went into sports. fortunately for us, he did. But at the end of the day, like that's crazy that it took him like that extra nudge and that almost like a a, a somewhat guilt trip <laughs> to he, leave teaching to be a sports broadcaster full time.
0: It, it's funny though, if you really think about it, he never really left teaching because he continued. Oh, sure. He continued to you know teach those around him uh, in the TV world, the radio world, the sports broadcasting world. Um, those around the sports mar- uh, sports marketing department at, at UH, UH, the game day staff. He continued to teach. He taught me so much. I, uh, some of the best stuff is him and I going over pronunciations before games, making sure him and I both had them correctly, and then he would always be the first one out the box as soon as the, his broadcast was over, and he'd be like, Alan, you did a great job today. I could hear you. You were awesome. And, and he, he showered love, but yet still... When there were mistakes, he let you know about it, so that way, not not to shame you, he simply wanted to teach you or let you know, so that way you could become better and put the effort in to be the best. And uh, that's I, again, he so like I know he left Campbell, and and don't get me wrong, I know he loved it there and he missed it every day because uh, he he loves that, but he he continued to teach just in a different capacity, which is really cool that you know he left one thing but never really fully left it. It just turned into something a little bit different.
1: Yeah. And speaking of just starting in sports broadcasting, actually, uh, he this was a few years ago, the year I believe it was the year he actually retired back in 2018. And he sat down with Leslie Wilcox of PBS Hawaii and part of her long story short um, program, so we're gonna play a couple of clips for you guys from that because it's really yeah it's really insightful. And it, it one we're gonna play is when he first got into uh, sports, his first time ever jumping on the radio and calling. It wasn't a game, well. It was a boxing match. It was his first time he's ever called something. And then also the funny story about how he's gotten fired by Rick Blanchardi multiple times and they have like a very special uh, relationship. Yes, the mayor, but when he was back at being the G- GM at KGMB. But we'll play that for you guys next on Wake Up in the Den.
5: I'll hear this. this. Mm. Not this one coming straight from out.
6: Oh,
1: yeah. And then then Welcome back to Wake Up down. in the Den, Kutle Agbayani Alamia, reflecting on the life and legacy of Jim Leahy, As you know, a lot of us young up-and-comers had a, were fortunate enough to to work with him and just you know experience his greatness, but also his um, his humbleness as well. Uh, as I mentioned before the break, I want to play a clip for you from Long Story Short, uh, Jim telling Leslie Wilcox, and this is from. PBS Hawaii, you can watch the full thing on YouTube, and I highly suggest you do. Um, basically talking about the first time he ever called a, I don't want to say a game because it's a, a match. It was boxing. was his first time at 15 years old ever doing um, play-by-play on the radio as he you know, came after his father, Chuck, who, who called games as well. But this is, here it is.
7: And the first time that I had done it, or, or I did it, was a boxing tournament in um, in Schofield Barracks at Conroy Bowl. He had pleurisy. He said, "I can't do it. Pleurisy, is liquid in the lungs." And so uh, I, and he, this is your pass to get in. How old were you? I was 15. I was a sophomore at Saint Louis. Okay. So he says, "This is your ticket to get in. This is your ticket to get into the arena. This is the equipment. You plug in this. There'll be a radio thing down there. You plug in that and." Then the, you'll hear the engineer, and then you talk to him again. I did it. I went. I got in. I went there, and it, it sounded, you know, it sounded fifteen-ish. It was, you know, it was like there's a there's a heart right to the body. There's a the hit to the head. The referee, uh, he's, oh, uh, he may be
1: down. He may be. You know. But you know, you were accurate the whole way.
7: I was pretty accurate. You know, pretty accurate. <laughs> I could tell who won. And uh, then you know,
1: fifteen. You went there on your own without a a buddy or nope, just chaperone me. or anything just me wow
7: so uh, i mean that's, that's But that's li- that's
1: live you 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 sink or swim in live live yeah you know no retakes
7: no, no yeah that's right um, In people that come up to me and said, you know, I'm gonna do my first game, I said, well, you have to know the players. You have to study the statistics. You have to know the trends that are going to happen. You have to study the language. You have to read, read, read. And it doesn't really, you don't have to read sports all the time. You read other words that you can compare and contrast for the theater of the mind, the people that listen, the people that you're providing the picture for. So, I said, that's what you have to do. And usually, they get right through the opening, the lineups, everything is good, everything is tip-off, now all of that is gone. All of that research is gone, and it's your mind and your talent. And, and I've always believed in three things. One is, um, always be yourself. Always be yourself. You've been given this talent. Uh, don't try to be, don't imitate anybody else. Two, never tell a lie never tell a lie when you're in play by play and three and you'll get this never ever trust broadcast management <laughs> never I won't trust myself them. no never. no never no trust of course the not <laughs> because of the, and it's not their fault it's not their fault they look at broadcasts. broadcast they look at games in a different way how many people will listen how many sponsors will get uh, will we get how much do we have to pay the announcer how much do we have to you know pay for the rights and all, all kinds of stuff so theirs is different Different but don't, yeah, yeah, but don't trust them. Don't come buddy, buddy with them. No.
1: <laughs> Just like Leslie Wilcox said, I guess uh, me, myself, I guess I don't trust myself either. I, I'm in both seats here at Hawaii Sports Radio Network. But no, he's, he's 100% right. And obviously times have changed, especially in radio. We wear multiple hats here, but for a long time when it's still like that in tv you do have you know corporate then you have management and then you have like everybody else but um and and those are the three things I got to tell you guys that is exactly what he does always live by in fact I was we were doing the broadcast out for boys basketball last night and Chaz Ontai who was in studio um, we were just talking over headset about it and Chaz actually brought it up like how he, yeah, there was like three things that, you know, Jim said, like the rules or whatever of of broadcasting. And, and he made me like repeat it back to him or something. And we're both like, so he's, that's the three rules. And that's why he would correct you, Alan, because it's like, like, basically, if you make a mistake, you're lying, right? So it's like, don't ever lie, like, and then, you know, be yourself. And don't trust broadcast management. (laughs) That's the funniest.
0: (laughs) No, and you're right. And and it's funny cuz I never knew the three rules like like directly. He never said these are the three rules. He always did it in like some other form where finally when I had heard from someone else, I forget how many years ago what the three rules were. Um, I was like, "Oh, that's what he meant." You know, cuz there would be times like especially when I first met him, I'd be like, "Why is he saying these things like this?" and but now, you know, when I I'm, I'm a lot more mature now and I I can understand and I read between the lines. He was only teaching me those rules just in his way. You know, take pride in learning it. That way you don't make a mistake because if you make a mistake, you're lying to the people of who that actually is. And then, uh, of course, you know, just just make sure you take the time to to put in effort because they deserve your effort. And so um, that story's cool. And, yes, don't trust broadcast management. He would always (laughs) tell me that uh, because, you know, uh, later on when he – Right before I left the other place, uh, he started to do play by play for baseball and uh, uh, we would always have conversations (laughs) and, you know, we jokingly, but I knew it was true because I knew the rules at that time was never trust (laughs) broadcasting. So he would always ask me, how are you doing? Is management treating you okay? And I go, well, I'm kind of that in that position, but not really. But yeah, I think I'm being treated okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, and then that's why that's funny because it leads us to our another our other clip regarding broadcast management, as I mentioned earlier, that him and um, the now mayor Rick Blangiardi have a very uh, historyed uh, and you know like interesting relationship because. Rick Blangiardi used to be his color analyst for a significant period of time for University of Hawaii football, and then also his boss at KGMB. So they have an interesting dynamic, and this is a cute story that he told to Leslie, Leslie Wilcox as well about how he got fired. <laughs> I think he got fired like a couple of times or something, but it, it, it's all a, a joke now, but uh, this is that story from Jim.
7: And so Blangiardi, even though he is management, he was my color man. He's my color man in what I consider the greatest game, which was in 1989, when the Bulls finally beat Brigham Young after 10 years.
3: Back to Pass Gabriel. As the time sells the screen, gives it to Jamal Farmer. Farmer at the 20.
4: Farmer at the 30. Farmer at the 35. Farmer open at the 40. Has a blocker in front of him. Goas is escorting it. The 30, the 20, the 15, the 10, the five, touchdown! I'm not sure who is better. run. run or your call on that. It's been a long time, partner. Detmer. Detmer. Hit by Odom. Sack! Sack! Is it a safety? Is it a safety? They say no. And they put it on the three-yard line. No way. No way. Back to pass Gabriel. Stops. Looks. Rolls deep down the middle. Nova. He has it at the 15. He will score. Final seconds will tick away. And so, if you ask yourself, is this the year, is this the year, you better believe this is the year.
1: Rick Blangiardi sat at Jim Leahy's side, providing color commentary during many live sports events. Once the broadcast was over, though, Blangiardi's role went back to being the boss at the TV station.
7: And he fired me twice. And his method of firing was—I mean, it was Broadway show. You know, get out. You'll never work in this town again. <laughs> you to chase him down the stairs, to his car, make sure he leaves. And I go, boy, I don't want to get fired like that. And yet I was. One night, one night he was—he's going to show the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and I went, no, no, you don't want to watch this. I was—I was, did the sports leading to the movie, so just, I said, you don't want to watch this, no. Tomorrow night, we have a better—it's better for the kids. So, a so
1: you were an employee of the station telling people not to watch the, the station. Absolutely. Right. Okay. That's so. the
7: first thing you said to me <laughs> when I came in the next day. And then following that is, you're done. You're finished. You'll never work in this town again. So, I drive home, I drive home, and I tell my wife, uh, Tony, uh, I'm sorry, but I got fired today. I got fired by, uh, Blanchardy. And she, being the Catholic schoolgirl that she was, said, what did you do now okay <laughs> so, uh, so i said i said is a chinese town massacre ring the phone rings splendiardi hey this is blaggioletti you know <laughs> and he says we had a good one today huh and i go yeah you fired me eh don't worry about that come back tomorrow see, <laughs> <laughs> but that see he, he he's like nobody else you don't some chances you don't get more than once no.
1: Yeah, I love that story. It's so true, and that's why they had a very interesting dynamic going from being essentially colleagues, as you know, sitting in side by side calling UH football, to like now Rick's the boss, and you're like now Rick's the
0: boss, boss. (laughs)
1: and 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 basically yes he, he's 100 percent correct if you're in broadcast you're never supposed to tell your listeners or viewers to turn away so it's it's like the number one rule it's, it's, <laughs> you it's, don't do that it's funny
0: because uh Rick, uh, I still call him Coach, so it's hard for me to say Mayor sometimes. Mayor, mayor Blangiardi, he's kind of the same way as Jim, though. Jim teach, you know, Coach still teaches me today whenever I get to see him about like radio and broadcasting. Um, but you're, it's the number one rule. What, what did you just say? Did you just tell them to listen to something else yep. or change the station? Not <laughs> supposed to. And so it cracks me up because um, I don't know if I should say this on air, but marketing, right? So you read some of the scripts. There'll be, like, multiple events going on, and you let, let's say I'm at, like, basketball. they would be like, oh, don't forget, going on right now, go check out, <laughs> yeah, like, you know, softball, and it's like that. And then Jim used to always look at me like, did you just tell people to go away? <laughs> <laughs> to. Yeah, um, Uncle Jim used to always look at me like, did you just have to say, like, go away for this? And they're starting to finally change those scripts now, <laughs> but for the longest time, I'd be like, I'm telling people to leave the baseball game to go to beach volleyball which is going on at the same time but then I, at beach volleyball they're telling you to leave beach volleyball yeah. <laughs> even though they just got you to go to softball You're like, <laughs> like what minute. like what is going on here <laughs> so but it's but it's the same rule never tell your audience to go elsewhere yeah <laughs> because you might not ever give them
1: back and so that's why he was um quote unquote fired but as you heard from the story that he told him to come back well those two clips very very good um but it's part of maybe like a half an hour of um long story short with leslie wilcox and pbs hawaii so you can find it on youtube and if you guys have some time i highly encourage you guys to watch the whole thing because i just had to pick like Two of the funniest stuff, but it's really interesting. He talks a lot about his father Chuck and his legacy, like living on in Kanoa And and again, I highly encourage you guys just look it up on YouTube, PBS Hawaii. When we come back, uh we'll hear from Kyle Galdera, Felipe Ojastro, and then we will talk about other local sports going on, including where we were yesterday in the OIA boys basketball semifinals, all of that and more next on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. All of you, the beautiful list of all the beautiful people. Let's wake up in the den. Kule Agbayani, Alamia on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Mahalo for tuning in this morning and every weekday morning at from eight to nine AM or tuning into anything on this station and there's like a ton of awesome programming that we have just the regular shows also of course our local sports that we carry now with between OIA and HPU and yeah just a lot of good things going on well we're wrapping up our our conversation and our our memories of the late great legendary Jim Leahy uh, and just want to play a couple of clips for you as I got a chance to just get the thoughts of Kyle Galdera who you hear on our broadcast here as well sometimes filling in on this morning show so yeah we'll start with Kyle first and he shares his thoughts about Jim Leahy.
6: Wow it was tough news definitely when we heard about it Monday morning but I think the first memory I thought of when it talks about and I think about Jim Leahy was back with Hawaii Winter Baseball he would be professional to the max but also find the right times to joke around and especially knowing that a lot of us were early in our sporting careers, he would take the time to mentor us and yet find time to joke around, which is something that's hard to do when you're really dialed in with a professional broadcast like Jim Leahy was. So I think I'll always remember that about him as his professionalism, but the ability to be himself. He wasn't, he didn't think too highly of himself where he, you know, he was too stuffy or something like that, which you see from a lot of broadcasters who make it to that upper level. So he was always that way. And then also just seeing Kanoa Leahy now carrying on his legacy and everything he's taught him is really impressive knowing that he's part of a three generation broadcasting family that Jim Leahy is really in my mind the anchor of with with Chuck and now Kanoa Jim in the middle there and all the memories he made with UH Athletics both on TV and on radio a lot of people forget he led the way on the radio broadcast side before some of the up and coming folks that we hear today you know really stepped into so a, a lot of great memories for Jim and I think We knew he was not feeling the best, and we kind of saw it coming. But uh, ultimately, when it hits, it's never easy to hear.
1: (laughs) That that helps if you turn on the mic, Alan. Sorry. I was too busy
0: (laughs) laughing at that. Was that a moped that just drove by?
1: Yeah, this was after the game last night, that's why, and and trying to get his reaction. But um, I wonder if, you know, it's funny because when you talk talk about um, didn't take himself too seriously, it makes me think of Kyle and his puns.
0: (laughs) Oh. Kyle is the king of it and I, and I think that comes from learning from Jim how yeah. to how to be professional how to go about your business prepare put the work in but at the same time be yourself and if you guys know Kyle off you know off the mic he's the same way he's yeah. very witty very funny um, has the one-liner jokes and his puns and um, so what you see on air is what you get and that's him being himself and those are all like you know, broadcast life lessons that that jim uh passed on and passed down to all of us that work in this business
1: yeah and and another young well i wouldn't say up and coming because he's mr Um, high school sports on oc 16 and or or spectrum sports excuse me that it is now but uh felipe ohostro got a chance to catch up with him after the game yesterday as well and this is what he had to say about jim
5: you know i remember working in radio on an am station a tiny am station and I was 17 years old, and our GM called me into his office because he knew I wanted to get into sports. And he said that, hey, guess what? The Leahy and Leahy radio show is going to be on this AM station, and we want you to be the board operator. And I lit up, like, the 4th of July because someone like Jim, you you know, I don't get starstruck that often. But the two people I've ever gotten starstruck from was from Kanoa Leahy, watching him, and Jim Leahy. And getting to be their board operator for five years is, like, one of the biggest career highlights in my life, and I hope. Um, That's in one of my chapters, if I ever pass, but, uh, you know, Jim had this way of just being so comforting, and when he would announce the game, he would make the viewer at home feel like, hey, we're the underdog, so that when when we overcome, we're all exhilarated, and he just had a way with words, and um, we would have our breakfasts at Zippy's Kahala, where my mom worked, and um, he would always offer to pay the bill, which I refused, of course, um, but my time with Jim is so special, and he gave me such great career advice um, about how to call a game, how to work a game. And he was just always a teacher, right? Even his days over at Campbell High School. Um, and so it, it, this hurts everyone, and it, it, it's, it's a bummer, obviously, and we feel for Kanoa and that whole family. But, um, you know, young sportscasters like us, uh, Jim and Kanoa are the North Star, and we've all missed that mark in a thousand different directions because jim is one of one he's not one of the best he's just the best and um you know it's 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 a big loss for all of us especially on the uh side so um we're thankful for what he's given us and the time that we spent together but um his legacy is going to last forever and that'll make us all smile
1: and that was felipe ohastro of spectrum sports but yeah i mean he started just basically like all of us you just start being a board op and then you work your way up and figure out what you want to do in this industry and now he's you know big time on spectrum but at the same time he's not big time just like Jim like you he's still the same Felipe that I met when I first got into sports radio at the other station and he was doing I think at that time sideline reporting for UH football and he was like talk about a jokester Felipe has like the craziest sense of humor and like like what? (laughs) He's just he's 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 a racket, and I love that guy. So it's it's nice that we do these OIA games now, where I get to see Felipe quite often. And and yeah, he's he's definitely the type of just like Kanoa and you know Jim. And no matter how much they're how popular they are, and they're on TV here locally, everyone's familiar with their face, their voice. But he's still he's still the same old Felipe that we used to hang out after. Um, oh, Felipe's. Felipe's uh, after football games and just hang out and crack jokes all day
0: yeah i always forget that felipe was a part of the leahy and leahy show yeah but again you watch and and you this is why we talk about like jim leahy's legacy will last forever uh and for generations and generations and generations to come is because you watch guys like kyle and felipe you literally watch them and you hear them there there's jim leahy in them um, again, they've made their own mark and, and their own style, but those lessons are ingrained in them and how they go about their business and what they do on air, that quirkiness, but yet still being serious, but still being able to convey what's going on in, 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 in storytelling and truth-telling. It's all right there, and, and that's going to be passed on to the next generation. I mean, heck, I'm not even thinking about the next generation for me for when it comes to my position of what I do in radio. And... And you try to pass these these lessons on, so that that way his memory and his honor never goes away. And but I'll, I'll tell you what, um, hearing Felipe's stories and Kyle's just it, it just it goes on for days. And and not even from people not in this business, which is crazy, just fans mm-hmm. uh, and and like and then fans not even knowing Jim personally, but just through the just through their speakers, their headphones, their their speakers at home they got to know these rules without even knowing jim but yet they could understand it that's how good he was
1: and there's tons of stuff on social media i think i even saw the like fresno state like football tweet out something for jim and you know that's just kind of i mean he I called mean, for legendary decades, yeah. games the rivalry that is hawaii football and fresno state like it just goes on forever and he was a part of it forever like i said when like we were all kids growing up that's the voice that was UH like hands down that you were and there were we played the sound clips from those other things earlier like that's all recognizable moments and there's like a ton and fortunately you know all of that stuff thank goodness for the internet and things that got recorded and I'm sure Kanoa is like you know he got to experience all of that time with his dad and it's all like archived and recorded you know that's stuff that a lot of people don't get so i think it, it's cool that at least we have that forever like even the fact that all of those old games you can find on youtube i'm like this is awesome yeah
0: no i i think you you hit it on the head right there Kanoa will always be able to and and the family and those who miss jim his friends and the fans will always be able to look back and 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 hear his voice so that's why you never really forget him you know, unfortunately, like before then, they didn't have these, you know, digital. It wasn't the digital age where you didn't have these recordings. You know, maybe just maybe they were on a reel to reel. But how many people have reel to reel machines now that can listen back on, on that stuff? So there's a lot of people out there that don't get to hear, you know, people they loved that were in this business or not even in this business, just family members in general that don't get to. But the good thing is for someone like Jim Leahy, will always be able to look back and hear his his loving voice and his cadence. And his perfection on enunciations, and it and it's it's kind of cool that we're, we're we're in this age now where we'll never be able to forget because we can always just go back in time.
1: Awesome. All right, we're gonna step aside. When we come back, we will um get you caught up with a lot of these scores, especially OIA boys basketball, and hear from the winning coaches of yesterday's semifinal games between. So the championship is set for tomorrow between Campbell and what school, Allen? Trojans. <laughs> Me actually that's that's my final story about Jim. So Jim was the one that drilled it into us about how to me. pronounce Mililani. Because I mean even when I went to school there, everyone says Mililani or
0: I get made fun of by the way.
1: Yeah. But Jim was the one that yeah. drilled it and was like, it's me it's two I so it's E E, basically the sound, not meh, not not Mil. It's like even Honolulu. We, yeah. Even well, that one I feel like should be self-explanatory, but it's it, it's but like it's not. But it's like we all say Millville, so you think mililani but no, it's Mililani. So that's my final story about Jim.
0: No, you're right because he ingrained it in me too when I first <laughs> moved here, and and I get made fun of to this day from people who are born and raised here. They're like, "How do you say it?" I'm like, "Mililani." That's how it's supposed and to. And then I'm like, they're like, they all laugh at me. They're like, "It's mililani and I'm like.
1: No. no, it's really <laughs> not. <nine. laughs> All right, uh, we'll be back on Wake Up in the Den. I can take you to the kingdom. It's Wake Up lady, in the Den. Kublai Agbayani Alamia. Wrapping up with some things happening in local sports. By the way, the Billabong Pro Pipeline is off for the day. Next call is tomorrow at 7:45 a.m. As we wait for that to get started, and we'll keep you updated as it goes along.
0: The probably the this weather. Uh, we went um, on Sunday to the North Shore. Dude, the waves were big, <laughs> but it was. But let me tell you, the seas were angry. I was
1: gonna say, like it's probably big enough right now, and. But it's probably all blown out and ugly yeah, too surfing the, out there.
0: The seas were absolutely ugly, but like, but every now and then you got a clean set in. And I was like, whoa, ways, her small <laughs> kind good, big.
1: Pretty good. All right. So last night we were out at Radford High School for the OIA boys basketball division one semifinals. Uh Midilani, it, two very, very close games, as you speak of Midilani. Mililani edging out Lelehua slash crosstown rival. 40 to 37 and Campbell just escaping Kailua 51 to 49 uh, we'll start with Campbell and Kailua first and this is what their head coach Wyatt Tao had to say following that just scraping by for that victory.
8: You know we've been grinding it out from all season to summer it's not shocking that I see how these guys can come through and put um, two, two together at the end because we've been working so hard as a team and it's a testament to them and what we did, because Kailua is an unbelievable team, they're quick, they're fast um, they gave us problems in, in our zone but at the end when we needed to make shots, our kids made it, so just happy for these guys, because these guys work so hard and in everything that we do and I cannot take away nothing Kailua did a good job but pass off to our kids. Yeah. I'm just glad, it's been eight years since the last time I've been here for the championship, so I'm just so so happy and so proud of these, these young gentlemen. They, they earn it. They, they really put the hard work and the effort throughout the offseason to preseason to season and now to the second season.
1: And again, that was the Campbell Sabres head basketball coach, boys basketball coach, Wyatt Tau, following their win over Kailua 51-49 to advance to the OIA championship game tomorrow. And then also advancing is Mililani beating Lelehua 40-37. to And this is what their head coach, Garrett Gabriel, had to say.
2: Every time we play them, though, it's a, you know, it's crosstown rivals and we respect them. We know what they can do. They got a talented bunch. Um, and I knew the West was tough this year, so I, I had a feeling, you know, Lelehu or Campbell uh, would be there at the end because they're both very talented. I think the first half was excellent. We did some really good things. Second half, it's just hard to shut them down for a long period of time because they pressure you so much that th- there are going to be turnovers and they're going to get quick baskets. We just tried to limit the number of runs they had because they're a damn good team. They're, they're, they're scary good.
0: You're on the doorstep now, repeating. How does it feel to, to be at
2: this step? It's something we talked about, and we're relatively young and not as deep as last year. But I think, like I told them, all 15 guys, because they work at practice, they you know run the scout team offense, and they do a lot of good stuff to help the, the top seven, eight players that we have. Um, so it's a team effort. You know, A lot of people will say because they're not playing, but in this case, I think everybody should be proud to get back with a chance for us to win. Last one for me,
4: Um, your thoughts
2: on Campbell? Are you
8: surprised to see them Wednesday night?
2: Even without their best player, I felt (laughs) they're that good. And they're even better with him. So whether he plays, I hope he does because we want to play them at full strength. So we we know we're in for another tough one. We just got to go back to the drawing board and hopefully we can squeak
1: out one more game. And that other voice you heard was Kalani Takase of Scoring Live. And once again, that was Mililani boys basketball head coach Garrett Gabriel. And yes, for those that aren't familiar with boys basketball, that Garrett Gabriel, the former quarterback at UH. So speaking, and as we were talking about Jim, like, wow, it all came full circle today because Jim called a lot of his games as well. I think one of the sound clips we played earlier was the Garrett Gabriel game. So what a way to wrap up the show. I'm like, hey. Garrett and Garrett. Garrett and Garrett. Jim Leahy. Um, but yes, Campbell and Mililani, they were the top two teams in the OIA Division I West. And the only loss that Campbell suffered in league play, so um, Mililani went undefeated in league play, and Campbell only sub- suffered one loss in league play, and that was to Mililani, and it was close. It was a couple of weeks ago, actually 58-52, Mililani coming up on top. So that will be a very, very good game and matchup tomorrow and we will have coverage of that right here on the hawaii sports radio network but first we will begin at 5 30 p.m with the division two boys basketball championship between kalani and farrington which they we called that too <laughs> or Kalani and Roosevelt actually, but Kalani and Farrington are our neighbors up the road here. Uh, we'll have that first at five 30. And then following that game will be the championship between Campbell and Mililani. And I'm pretty, st- it was getting wild. It's so crazy. Like how, like much of a, I don't know. I don't want to say like, it's just like the crazy action and the pace, you know, going from calling uh girls basketball last week. And then you watch boys basketball and you're like, well, they're really fast. <laughs> They're really, they move so fast and just their transitions are insane. And it, it's a really good game. So you guys can tune in uh, to Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Kyle Galdera and Paul Brecht will be on the call. Also, going on right now, you have the Heidi and Cook HHSA girls basketball state championships. Um, Maui moving on to the quarterfinals and will take on number one seed Iolani tomorrow. uh, Waikea comes up on top over Kahuku and will face number four, Campbell and Moanalua outlast Kailua will play number two, Konawaina and KS uh, Kamehamehskos Kapalama will face the number three seed in Lahaina Luna. Again, that's the division one quarterfinals coming up um, tomorrow in the HHSA state tournament. And the first round, if you're curious about division two, the first round for division two doesn't start till um, tomorrow, actually. So, We'll get you updated with the scores there. And, of course, don't forget, girls soccer this Saturday. Uh, But what happened in the first round for Division I in the tournament is that started yesterday. Campbell going to Hilo Bay and beating Hilo 4-1. So they will play Kamehameha Schools Kapalama on Thursday's quarterfinal round. Moanalua edging out Kapolei. That game had to even be moved at the last minute because of field conditions. From And so they played right up the road here at Farrington. Um, Moanalua coming out 1-0 on top. So they play Kamehameha Schools Maui and Ke, uh, King Kei beat out Waipahu 2-1 and will play number two seed Mililani. <laughs> Alan, what school? Mililani. <laughs> <laughs> and... and Puna Hole just barely beating Pearl City 2-1 and will move on to face number 3 seed Yakea and that's the HHS A Girls Soccer State Championships in Division 1. But again, shameless plug, don't forget to tune into Allen and on Saturday Set for the championship. Woo! Woo! Okay.
0: Actually, I'm looking forward to it. Um going to be some really good matchups, so really looking forward to maybe seeing Mili Lani, <laughs> you know, just because I can't wait to hear you on that broadcast. Well, that.
1: it'll be funny because now I have an excuse to um. Oh, before, but you got to th- stay neutral. No, because yes. we're the OIA station, so I can technically be oh, a little
0: more excited. That's my excuse, right.
1: and I'm sticking to it.
0: Because it might be against Kamehameha schools or Campbell. I mean, or Maui, or Mililani, Lani, I mean, King Ke- King Kekalike. <laughs>
1: by the way um division two just like the um the basketball they don't start until tomorrow for their first round but yeah I mean we'll see I'm gonna be oh never mind Mililani would play Punahou in the semifinal round should both teams advance so that's usually when I'll get nuts because that still stings a little bit that's who we lost to in the championship um, game when I was playing so let it go let let I go. will never let it go. <laughs> let it go, bro. Never. I will never let it go. It will always be me, Lani. Are we losing to Punahou? But it's okay. Me, Lani. Forever. <laughs> so, but of course, they have to get past Kekalike first, and Punahou needs to get past Waiakea, but they'll face each other uh, should they advance in the semifinal round. So, none of the championship. So, I will not, you know, be crazy because. Any of the schools on the other side, if Midilani were to play, I'm like, okay, I can I can be unbiased. <laughs> it's only against Puno. I will never let it go, Alan. No matter how much <laughs> you tell me. I don't
0: think anybody would if it was against punoho
1: <laughs> That's why.
0: Puno hates real.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, They're, that team though was like. St- Dak. Like I cannot. I think their goalkeeper at the time was the Ali Lipshire, I think her name was. I think she ended up getting like a scholarship for Duke, something cool. like that. Something crazy. Like she was. Duke is really good. Yeah, and so I mean they were they were a good team. So it's just, I'm just hating. <laughs> it Hater's cases. gonna hate. Yeah, it's okay. Well, it's it's, it's been an amazing show, fun show. Just you know reminiscing on the life and legacy of Jim Leahy as we did lose him yesterday morning at the age of 80. But his legacy, as we said, lives on in not only Kanolei, but I feel like all the young broadcasters and journalists here in Hawaii because we've all got a chance to work with him one way or another and learn from him.
0: And he always had a famous saying when he closed out his broadcast. Exactly.
1: Malamopono, kekahi i kekahi. So for Alan Mia, I'm Kule Agbayani. Mahalo for listening. Bye.
0: Home of the Dallas Cowboys, KGU AM, 236 cr Honolulu is
2: the Hawaii Sports Radio Network on 95.1 FM and AM760.